like to go ahead and start the meeting, call the meeting to order. Make a motion to approve minutes from previous meeting. Second. Motion is second to approve the minutes for the last meeting. All in favor say aye. for getting us on the agenda so quickly. I'm here today representing uh, the SAC County Trails Committee. That's kind of a rough name because we're a new group. We have about a dozen people that have been meeting since uh, September, looking to expand the trails from Wall Lake to the Sauk Trail, from Auburn to the Sauk Trail at Carnivan, and then from Lakeview to Sac City. So we kind of want to think of it as kind of a regional type approach and then may expand into the western part of the county depending on other factors. Um, you know, biking is growing in Iowa, and um, Randy's probably told you things similar to this, but uh, tourists spent ballpark of $10 million in Sac County last year, 2021, and a good share of that's from biking. Now, some of it might be lake-related or popping-related or prairie peddler-related or, you know, but... But biking is a, is a factor, and we certainly have seen it as drag rice come through and is going to come through again, what kind of economic impact that has. Um, a study from a few years ago indicated that bicycling in Iowa was about a $350 million addition to the Iowa economy. So obviously only a part of that would be any given county. And the Des Moines Metro plays pretty heavily into that. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a push to... To connect the Des Moines Metro all the way up to Okaboji um, by a by a trail, uh, and when I say trail, a lot of times we think bike trail, but there's other users of that, like snowmobiles and hikers and joggers and all that too. But um, that's kind of probably a biking push more than anything there. And the the trail, there's a trail as you know, probably connect Okaboji around the Blue Shirt Lake, and now that's already pushed down, I believe, to Spencer. And so we're you know, we've been to the soft rail trail that's been up to Lake Hughes for quite a while and getting closer and closer. So we think it's a good time to be proactive in thinking about, you know, if there's going to be such a trail, maybe it should come through Sac County. Uh, Stacy's here as part of the committee, and he, I'll let him talk a little bit about the, because he does a lot of this biking. He meets <laughs> these people and, and is a member of the bike coalition and all that. So and kind, of, kind of one of the big thoughts, too, is we don't want to see Sac County miss out on a regional trail system. Um, I've been involved with this, the Northwest group out there and met several times in Storm Lake. They're working on ideas of how to get it to Storm Lake and from Spencer. And obviously, then you start looking at that gap from Storm Lake to Lakeview. Obviously, we're looking at Sac County, Sac City in particular, <coughs> as a route to come through for business. And then it just makes sense, Auburn, Wall Lake, get people over to these other communities to start with. And, and as we go around the state traveling, we've ridden most of the trails in the state and you know, you look for those trails where you can connect towns and small communities and go see what's happening some of them. It's, it's, I know we're a small population county, so I know that's a big factor, but people travel to these trails, and it's, it's, 
it's fun to see the people that actually come out here. Any given weekend, Lakeview, look at the license plates of the cars that are sitting in the trailers. So that's, you know, speaking of tourism, getting people out here is a big deal. Uh, our current situation, and you guys probably know a lot of this as well, is Auburn already has a, a short trail that runs from the city limits to Grant Park, um, and they would like to expand um, to Carnivan. Wall Lake is in the planning stages of their trail. They've got some of their route, I think, that is um, pretty set. And talking to Chris Rodman, there's some others where they have the wonder. They have some funding available for the trail as well. They just have to start, you know, doing the engineering and the planning. And then Sac City has explored um, the idea from connecting here to Lakeview or Lakeview to Sac. Uh, quite a few times, Randy may have talked about some of that before. There was a been a plan to get to Haiti, for example, as a first step. So, um, but we think we want to. The time is good. There is money for trails. We have the trails starting to connect from from uh, Des Moines to uh, Boju. We want to be part of that. Um, I think it's also safe to say Steve coming in. He's up at the lakes a lot. And what, what do they say about? The bike trail when you're in the lakes area put a house up for sale <laughs> it's actually uh and i'm going to draw a blank on his name but he was one of the two founders of the bike trail system up there he said when they first started it everybody was against it because it took up their garden spots and they were using it as their own property he said it's just kind of amazing how over the years now it's one of the first things you see advertised when they want to sell their property is it's right on the bike trail had a tremendous transformation in the lakes area too. And uh, Brett Meyer from Adaptos talked about, you know, as he's trying to recruit people to move to the county, come to work at Adapto, um, that outdoor recreational activities are one of the things people look at. It becomes quality of life. It's not the only thing, but it, it is a thing. And we're lucky to have Blackhawk Lake there already. We're lucky to have the soft trail there. And now we want to expand that um, so that we can enhance our quality of life here and make us a little more attractive. So we've looked at a lot of different options, um, focusing, this community's probably focused more on the Lake Udasac idea because I think Wall Lake and, and Auburn have kind of some ideas already, they've given a little more thought. Um, and we looked at a lot of different paths and we have kind of a preferred route, but we wanted to come and gauge your interest and support here. And then if there's some interest and support, we'll go talk to the landowners along that preferred route. And then we'll share, you know, what that is. But we didn't want everybody getting up in arms. And the supervisor saying, eh, not a good idea. Well, then we'll save that for another time. Um, but we've looked at a lot of things. We've looked at, like I said, getting to Hagee from there, going along the raccoon. That has pros and cons to it. Beauty being one of the pros. Um, cons being it's a little harder to maintain the trail down there. And you got other uses down there. Um, along different county roads, along some private land. We've, we've looked at maybe the wildlife area, um, southwest of SAC, um, you know, but that's also DNR, more hunting ground area, so there's some issues there. So, but all of the routes that we've looked at can involve some sort of combination of using a right-of-way along the county roads and some private land. And part of that is um, the recommended trail width is, is wider than what your typical right-of-way or ditch would be. We've uh, visited with uh, Matt Cosgrove of Webster County. This is from Webster County, north of Harlan Rogers Field. 
and um, it's one of the trails that they've done. I send this to you electronically if you want, because I actually took that picture, so I have one. I have a copyright rights to that. So anyway, but um, this is typical of what they've done um, from Harlan Rogers, actually from Fort Dodge, up to um, Kennedy Park, and they've gone along um, their right away, but they've also acquired some land or gotten some permanent easements for land to make it wide enough to be a safe and enjoyable ride. So. You know, you don't want to be right up against the, the road for a lot of reasons, but if you go all the way even to the back side, to the, the far side away from the road of a typical right away, you may not have enough land to um, be wide enough and also to do the engineering for the drainage. We've talked a lot about, well, son with Nick about that, and he, he's you know, very supportive, but he said, anything we do, it has to still drain right. And so that means you sometimes need some additional land or you need to be up a little higher. Um, so this route that you see right here um, costs Webster County about $600,000 a mile. Okay. Now a lot of that will depend on what kind of terrain you have. If you're very hilly, you've got more bridges and more engineering. Um, it obviously varies on the construction costs, that, you know, what's concrete costs today. Um, and how much land you have to acquire to make that happen or get what year was this, this one this is just the last three four years and they are um, and the reason I mentioned that 600,000 they're doing another um, route up to um, Badger and so it's sim very similar to this same type of approach most of it is along a right away and that's why that $600,000 again was that's a pretty correct cost from that but again that can be that can vary quite a bit. That's with a, this is a 10 foot wide concrete path, and that's kind of the bare minimum you want for, uh, to apply for grants. And then you want X amount of space along there, and talking to Chris Bass, and talking to Matt Cosgrove, you know, they recommend you know, having a good 10, 12 feet on either side. Keeps you away from the road, keeps you away from fence lines, um, makes for a little prettier type experience. So could you get by with a little less than that? Yeah, it's probably not less than the 10-foot paved, but in some spaces you might have a little narrower or a little wider. Um, but you want some space on either side. That's their recommendation. So um, what we're here today as the trail committee is just kind of get a general idea of what do you guys think of this project? Um, what's your thoughts about using some of the right-of-way, depending on which path we think is the best and obviously we go talk to landowners and then come back and present and say well here's where we didn't get pitchfork done <laughs> out of the uh, lane. Well, um, do you want to just mention how yeah. level land it will take? No yeah go ahead uh, Steve did some figuring during our I meeting. And I, Sorry I'm just running a little late so I don't have the actual figures. But it, was, it really doesn't involve that much land because you're talking about such a narrow strip. So it wasn't like an acre every half mile or something like that. If you have to go up into the farm field or whatever land, and, then, and you typically would to make it wide enough. But, but I mean, you know, an acre land is not cheap, and you have to have people who are willing to sell even a strip of their land. So that would be a, uh, some, some wild cards there. And then, of course, we'd also want to know if it's okay to continue to talk to Nick uh, about, you know, some of the 
issues involved. Um, I'm assuming if you like the idea, you'd probably say, sure, go ahead and talk. Now, down the line, um, if this moves forward, you know, we, we probably will come back and say, hey, what level of support would you have financially for us? Because there's a lot of grants out there, but most of them, almost all of them, require a match of some kind. And so they're in, we're going to fundraise. If this goes ahead, we'll fundraise for businesses and organizations and individuals. But we may come back and say, can you help us with this too? Um, and then obviously, if we take this on, as you guys know, the existing trails are maintained by the Conservation Board. And that's a budget that comes from you. If we add X number of miles to the trail system, then we need X number of additional dollars to help them do that. And that would be an ongoing expense. And the other thing just to think about if you like this idea is we're kind of an ad hoc committee that came together to say, hey, we think this is a good time. Let's get started. But it may be something that you might want to have a, a county subcommittee because ultimately if this goes forward, it will largely be county land. And so you might it might make sense for the county to be the fiscal agent to apply for grants and so on. So, But that's down the line. That's, like I said, assuming that think this is a good idea in general to start with. So anything else from the committee members that you might want to add? I got one from Nick. Yeah. What's a normal right away off the county road <coughs> What's the normal like about 15, 20 feet? Well, we've talked about that some at the beginning, but in visiting with Nick and others, that it probably would be more likely to be on the back side of the ditch away from the road than a lot of it would be there. And that's part of why you would need to acquire land or easements, because then to get land on either side, you're going to do that. And so, I mean, primarily for drainage issues, that if you put it at the bottom, even if you had the room on either side, it's the ditch isn't going to function the way that it should. Is that a good characterization. Yeah. yeah. And then how many miles from Lakeview yeah. to SAC are we? Well, you're looking at about, I mean, if you finish the whole thing, you're looking at about eight miles. Um, but you would, almost any trail gets done in stages. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a first stage might be from SAC to Hagee, and then you go from there, and then and, and from Wall Lake, it might be Wall Lake out to Gravel Pits, and then from there. And, Auburn's already gotten a good start on theirs. They've gotten from town to Grant Park. So, but sometimes, you know, the soft trail probably took, what, 
20 years to get done, you know, and then we get, and then PAVE later on, we would hope we wanted to start with PAVE. Right. What, what we do, we want to start with PAVE. So that obviously ups the cost a little, but uh, it's, you're going to want to end up paving it anyway, so uh, if you go with that. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's, so that's why we did start talking about the bottom of the ditch. And a few places that might work, but it's really more top back side of the ditch is really, if we're going through the right of way, which a lot of what we're looking at does. Well, we think getting, right, like, like yeah, like Stacey said, getting to a, another large town that's on, in this case, a major highway would be a logical step because it's the only way you could go. Um, but then from there, if we feel like we're going to get going on this, then it'll be sooner rather than later that we'd want to talk to like BD County and say, what do you guys have in mind? So that you don't, 10 years from now, miss each other's trail by eight miles and have to come across when you could have said, well, you know, maybe, maybe would, maybe BD County wants to go over to Newell and come south, or maybe they want to go south more straight out of Storm Lake and then go through Shaler in the early area. You know, we don't know, but we definitely plan to talk with them, but that's, we want to get started here first and say, yep, we got a good start. We're, we're looking to expand this, but we also want to think down the line, um, and acquire land when we could, if you know, and so on. So, um, but yeah, we think getting it to SAC would be great to bring people out with 20, but also getting it to Wallach and getting it to Auburn helps to enhance those counts too. And then others in the county depends on, like I said, what BD County has in mind. But we better start talking now, otherwise, we'll, like I said, miss each other by a long ways. And we should, darn, we should have picked that one. So. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely in favor. I'm in favor of it because safety is my, my getting as far off the throttle point as we can so we don't have that one in a million chance of right. somebody loses control and takes out four or five people on a bicycle. Right. Yeah, that's, that's my concern. And I'd like yeah, to thank, I, I definitely think it's a great idea. I'd like to thank the committee for taking this on. I mean, it's a, it's a healthy task. <laughs> it's, and, yeah. Collaboration and yeah. you know all that. Um, well, and with different counties that you just talked about, I mean, it, it, you don't want to you, know, you don't want to put a lot of bike trail in where they wouldn't connect. I mean, right. You, you want to really kind of look forward before yeah, that in that sense. But I think it's a great idea. And again, I like thank that committee. Well, we'll we'll be back at some just point. A little to expand on that. Yeah. board is going to be asking them to help basically get DNR because they want to they want to redo the dikes out there right. view, but they're still adamant that they want that seven tenths of a mile of gravel and to redo that and that's, that's not ideal for people on bicycles so you know we're trying to get them convinced that the conservation board has a grant that's going to be expired 
Well, I'm planning to be there that day. We're just adamant that we need support from these organizations to say, hey, that's not that's not good for bicycle traffic. It's crushed limestone versus concrete. It is not. If you have crushed limestone in those towns now, we'd have had a lot more uh, washaways to replace because the concrete kind of acts as a bridge over some of them where the muskrats have burrowed up underneath to a point until the majority of the land starts to the ground. Nope. And then all the sinkholes. You can try to be there. Yep. Yeah, we'll be there. So we just kind of would like uh, <coughs> a Uh, there are some grants that will start that will be due, you know, relatively not relatively soon, but like this summer. So we'll certainly get going on those. But our next step is to talk to landowners and get their feeling, and then figure out what our route is. And then once we feel good about that, then we'll start pursuing grants for that. And I think for the Wall Lake stretch too, we'd like to apply for some additional money there because that one is not all that far away from, you know, being able to go, and it's only. So it'll have to be two miles when it gets done. Talking to Chris of dealing with the railroad Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.
send you that address then.
mitigation bank meeting last night uh, that went well. It was an informational meeting.
from the degree of damage, I guess, I guess. Yeah, it, it depends. Two years ago, we looked the salvage value of the exterior body of the We bid a Let's wait and see what we get for salvage. And, yeah. But if the frame's screwed up, I mean, there ain't. Well, I just. Yeah, I just can't believe. It's hard for me to believe that. But that wing's not attached to the frame, is it? Is it attached to the main part of the plow? Or is it attached to the frame? I don't know. Is that wing attached to the frame? Or is there a rod that goes. I think it's attached to the frame. I think it's attached to the frame. their money, they were taking our federal money and 
and they were doing all their projects through the federal funds, which makes it more complicated for them. It's easier for us because our projects went federal or state, essentially, and so it's not by the DOT. When COVID hit and the infrastructure bill went through, uh, there was more federal money in the system, and uh, the DOT cannot front Huge deal. Uh, you know, we're on, we're right on schedule. Hoping that the only thing that would push it back, from my understanding, push priorities back, is if a railroad can't get the materials they need to rebuild the crossing or, or those are the shortages. So if something they were out on, on materials, I, I don't see that being an issue because we're a year out. Shouldn't be an issue, but anyways, we have a meeting out there today to look at the track and decide if it needs any modifications to bring up federal standards, which it was just rebuilt 10 years ago. I would think it would be up to federal standards. But since we're about widening the road, I can see the railroad wanting to widen guardrail and their timetable. Either way, I'm fine. Utilities, that project was big, which is 
six months in advance notice to come up with a plan for as much of your education as you want. And we, we follow their instructions, what the committees say. That doesn't mean they won't delay this project. <laughs> well, you're all good news today, you know. <laughs> Downstairs doing depositions. If uh, somebody came up today and didn't want to talk to me about it individually, 
just like not that important to hustle out. I'm there all day. That's pretty much all I have for today. Again, uh, the Overland Bridge Overland Tech Overland Foundation starting next week, March 6th. Did you, did you, um, wasn't City Council had some concern about the intersection, the 28B intersection traffic concerns? Mm -hmm. Is there some things that we can, we can do to help alleviate some of the concerns that they have? I don't want to get Yeah, I won't <coughs> right. So I will you please give Jeff Ellibrock a call? Yeah. So you two can talk about exactly what the discussion is. Okay, you great. Can sign whatever things. Okay. And, yeah. and I said I would I would just let Nick know to give you a call so you two would talk through it if you need to talk through it. I yeah. Okay. Okay, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise uh Secondary road. I'll second that.
going to be at that meeting. Thank you. 